Abundance of caution. This is abundance of caution. It's abundance of caution. What abundance of caution? What do we do? In WAF, we talk in WAF at abundance of caution. It's a fantasy league. We talk football with 14 dudes at in WAF for abundance of caution. Abundance of caution. It's an abundance of caution. Fantasy football with Will. Self-appointed host, Will Hendricks, two-time champion, Will Hendricks of the Clutch City. Happy to be joined by Aaron Randall, Mr. Lutz from the Outlaws. How you doing, buddy? We're doing pretty good. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you joined, man. Uh, so let, let's talk about uh, how your season's been. It's been uh, quite the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just going compare to compare it to the Oats. This is not trashing on the Oats, but it's just the team to reference. Uh, you, after going into week six, you were one and four. The Oats were five and oh. And now here we are, week 12. You both are six and five, both basically tied in points. You're up one point. What, what's gone on with your season? Uh, I mean, you described it a roller coaster. I think uh, this year, I think that was the expect that was my expectation coming in this year. So I'm not, uh, I'm there's nothing that I wasn't prepared for. Um, with the team that I drafted, I felt like we were going to start slow. I was hoping for a two and three start maybe, um, and I was hoping Swift would come around and and all those you know stars would align at some point, and they have at you know now. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's been up and down, and just trying to uh, you know w- weather the storm. And uh, and so far we've been able to, but it's still uh, got a long road to hoe here. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I-, I like to look at everybody's draft when we talk, man. I-, I was looking at your draft, and man, you did an impressive job. I was looking at your. You still have the top nine picks of your draft. I'm not sure <laughs> yet ten. But, I mean, you went. You went Zeke, Godwin, Fournette, Keenan, who's just been an absolute beast with Herbert, uh, Swift, who's coming around if he can get out of that concussion protocol, Boyd, uh, carry on, A-Rod at round eight was an awesome pick, and then Pollard at nine. Um, I, I mean, you, you haven't had major injuries. Uh, Godwin's been hurt. Uh, obviously, Zeke is having struggles with that offensive line and being gone with Dak and Fournette's off and on, just like Ronald Jones is for me, but – uh, I mean, you, you, you have to feel good now looking at your draft going into week 12 that your team stuck together and, and is now starting to really do the work for you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, comparatively, uh, relatively injury free, but, you know, that missed a lot of games here and there early on. And, and that's and I think that was uh, just having some cohesiveness to any lineup, I think, helps, whether in real sports or uh, or fantasy sports. And I think that just finally getting the guys on the field that we wanted that the, the lineup that we envisioned on draft day uh, had went a, went a long ways and then filling in as a couple, you know, complimentary pieces. And, and I, you know, I knew this year going in, I wasn't going to have the time to work the wire like I normally would, or even pay as much attention. So I was hoping to, you know, do okay at the drafts and it worked out pretty well so far. Yeah, it did. I mean, the, the one thing we talked with the war horses last night is that, you know, he his you know, having Dalvin and, uh, Kyler has really carried his squad. Obviously, he's he's got some other awesome complimentary players. But, man, just looking at the fact that you have your top nine players, I know I dropped three of my first nine picks before <laughs> the season began. So. you want to start. <laughs> it's, it's definitely – I mean, we all go through different routes of how we get to where we're at. But uh, 
you know, I was looking at your schedule as well. You know, you, you know, you, you lost to the Moonshiners there when the Moonshiners were still scoring points on people. But yeah, I mean, you also lost to your early losses were to the dudes, the flatulence, the clutch, and the world horses. So yeah, pretty difficult schedule. Uh, in your last five games, you're averaging basically 104 points a game. So uh, I was a little harsh on you last week. I don't know if you listened to yeah, it. I, I was I quite did. intoxicated. I, I, I wanted I, you to I, lose. I thought that was. I thought it was a fair. I thought it was fair. You're just. You're. You're gonna be a dangerous out. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Your team is is rolling right now. Um, and that last week was without. Uh, you know, uh, Swift in, in the ball game. I don't know what happened. I mean, the Lions fell apart without him. Yeah. I mean, zero points. Um, so if he gets back in the lineup, uh, boy, that, that's a dangerous squad, man. So uh, congrats on having a chance to get back into the playoffs after that start with two weeks to go. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thanks. <laughs> and I do think I do think right now, I mean, Workman's team is clearly, you know, slightly above everybody else in some ways. Maybe you could argue more. Uh, but I do feel like at least I've worked my way into like the the pack right behind him anyway, and I think all of us are kind of jockeying for position. I like you know, I like the dudes. I like your team a little more than mine, but I do think we're all kind of just you know at least at least I'm in that pack at this point as far as uh, the playing field and the future goes, and I'm you know at least content with that for now. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good point. It's it's an interesting seven. You know, I, I focused on you and the in the uh, the war horses last week, but I mean there's really. I mean, there's no one you really want to match. If if we get to the playoffs, there's really no one you just want to match up against in the playoffs. I mean, it's gonna be. Uh, I mean, it's gonna be a crazy show because these top seven, eight teams. There's such a huge difference right now between the top seven and eight versus those other six that I don't think we've ever seen in our league before. Um, so it's going to be an awesome playoffs, uh, depending on who can get there. Yeah, I wish eight, I wish eight teams could be in this year. I really do feel like this is the. There's eight teams that are all, and again the. I think the top four or five teams are kind of all, you know, bunched up together pretty well. And then us guys a little further back are, but I still think we're, even though the top eight teams are kind of in that league of at least comp- being competitive in any game, you don't want to face any of those eight teams on any given week. Uh, you know, depending on how, you know, lineups are going and everything else, they could have an advantage over you. So. I agree. hundred percent. I Definitely agree. So let, let's get to uh, this last week, sure. uh, week 11 review, uh, week 12 look ahead. We'll, we'll start with your game. Uh, it was one of our uh, Pornhub yeah, yeah, games. Right. <laughs> uh, the Outlaws, man, uh, 108, Oats, 92. Oats had a good back, uh, good bounce back after their 68-point week, uh, but it just couldn't keep pace with you, man. Um, uh, you had points all around. Keenan was just a beast, 18.5. Him and uh, – what the hell? Uh, I can't think of his name. Also, what's the quarterback's name? <laughs> Herbert. Herbert. Him and Herbert have uh, established quite a connection. Yeah, uh, it's possible Eckler is getting back this week, but uh, Keenan clearly is just a beast with with Herbert. Yeah, that was a nice development in the last few weeks of the uh, chemistry they formed. I'm uh, I'm quite happy about that situation. This was Zeke's uh, best game in in weeks. Yeah, I, I believe his first hundred yard game of the season. Yeah, right? yeah, it was nice to see Pollard get on the mix too, in the mix too, and everybody kind of got fed there. So that was nice. Uh, you know, for yeah. for Chief, obviously the two uh, the two a pick just crushed them. Uh, you know, just of all the guys to go with there, that was just the wrong one. So. <laughs> Yeah, a little, little bad luck with Chief uh, on the quarterback front. Uh, you know, he, he he did the waiver wire with Winston. Uh, Winston obviously was going to have an awesome matchup versus the uh, the last-ranked uh, fantasy D versus the quarterback uh, versus the Falcons. And then 
you know, Friday we get the, the word that Winston's actually not going to start. They're going to go with the 10 million guy Hill. Um, and that was, that was a, uh, that, that was pretty much the downfall for the oats for the week. Yeah, And, and Hill showed what, what he could do as well, which is fun to watch. So. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that was the reason I picked him up. You know, I, I predicted, I was like, I'm picking him up for that, those rushing yards. I, I predicted 80 and two touchdowns. He got 55 and two touchdowns. I didn't get any passing touchdowns, but, uh, I mean, that was kind of what we were expecting uh, from him. Um, and I think we could have got we, – we, I think we could have got the passing results from Winston, but obviously he was not going to get yeah. those 50 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, Hill's an interesting uh, fantasy quarterback, and uh, and it would be cool to see what he does in the future as well. It will be. Uh, see how uh, how hurt I, – I just don't know how quickly Breeze can come back. I, I believe he has close yeah, fracture yeah, groups at this point to, is the number. 11 to 13. <laughs> at some point you stop counting, I think. So. Yeah, uh, plus a collapsed lung. So it'll be interesting. I mean, it, it, it kind of feels like last year with Bridgewater. As long as the, as long as the Saints can keep winning, uh, there's no rush to bring Breeze back, which is what I'm hoping now at this point uh, with my quarterback situation. Uh, Chief also, he, he got the high point of the year by CEH, uh, so he has to be happy to see that. Uh, he had more at 14.8, Metcalf at 10.6. And he has to be happy to see Jonathan Taylor kind of getting back in the work at the Colts uh, backfield at 11.4 on the bench. So uh, I think there's some positive uh, for the Oats uh, going into these next two weeks. Obviously, they get the cons yeah. next week, which is awesome for him. Uh, so he has to feel game. a little bit more confident. <laughs> yeah, a little bounce back. Well, at this point in the season, I mean, ideally you'd like to have clinched and you're just looking for good weeks out of guys. He hasn't clinched, but he that, he did get the, the weeks out of his guys that you want to see going down the stretch. So you got to feel pretty good about that, definitely. Yeah. Now you, you got the flakes this week. The flakes are, I, I believe the math is there that they're eliminated from yeah, the playoffs. They, they do have the number one waiver wire. Who knows what they're going to do, if they're going to do anything. They lost Burrow, but uh, it, it, you have an interesting last two games, flakes yeah. uh, coming up, but then you, you have to go up against the donks with a potential playoff spot on the line in week 13. What do you, how yeah. are you feeling? The last I mean, that's, a, that's a tough one. I mean, I do think the flakes are capable of putting up points still. I mean, they've got a pretty good, anytime you have a Lamar Jackson on your team, you've got to feel like, like you have a, a fighter's chance, a puncher's chance. Um, the donks, you know, I've been kind of dogging on them all year because of their, you know, points against, but the reality is they're a legit, legitimately good team. Um, I'm hoping that, you know, I'll, I'll win this week and, uh, won't have to stress as much uh, week uh, week thirteen, but I want to win both these games, and uh, there's nobody I'd love to beat more than than the the dirty donks. So let's do it. <laughs> let's let's do it. Uh, now it's interesting uh, just going off of that matchup. Uh, I mean, we we could see a playoffs, and I'm not sure how many two timers we've had in the playoffs before, but obviously the top two seeds, war horses and donks, will be yeah, two we're missing timers. The moonshiners, uh, I think. Yeah, we're missing the moonshiners and we're missing the brownies. But if you can get in and I can get in, all of a sudden we got we got four two timers. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like this is really setting up to be the year where we if finally get, get our first three time champion. <laughs> I'd like I'd like to see it, of course, but uh, there's also a few few two timers I don't want to see get it as well. So uh, <laughs> so we'll see. But it's a, it's a good field, and like you said, there's there's seven. There's any team you face of the six other teams that make the playoffs at this point are. Can can beat you on any given week with with you know no problem at all. So it's just it is a complete toss up this year. It'll be interesting to see what happens. It will be. I mean, I I know the uh, the flatulence and the dudes and the oats and the Akbars will hear that and they'll be like, I, I don't think so. But 
uh, it, it'll be an interesting uh, to, to see how it rolls. Uh, now, looking ahead to your Week Twelve matchup with the Flakes, uh, you got any buys this uh, week? No, or not, you not this week. My whole my whole team's on buy in Week Thirteen, though. So I'm just <laughs> be missing <laughs> in Week Thirteen. I'm missing Fournette, Godwin, and suck it, but I'll figure it out. But yeah, this week no buys. Just uh, going to try to cruise in with a full lineup. You know, I actually have some difficult lineup decisions this week. I have uh, the a. Uh, 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 a quartet of running backs that are all fully capable and I have to pick, you know, of course, three of them. So at this point, that's kind of my biggest conundrum and uh, it's not a bad problem to have, but it, uh, it, it, you know, it could be easier anyway. Now, what do you do at this point with, um, with the burrow injury? Is yeah, forever on I mean, now at this he's, point? he's kind of earned his, uh, his stripes in order to stay in the lineup. It's tough. You know, it's, I mean, Hawkinson didn't show anything really last week. Um, yeah, it's tough. I mean, uh, Marquez, my other receiver, had a had a big fumble, of course. But the one the one thing I'll say about him mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, a Rod had his back, and sometimes that's a, a guy that's a fighter will come back and bounce back from that and have a good game. So it's tough. But I think I'm gonna leave Boyd in for now, just kind of see how it goes. Um, I have no faith in Ryan Finlay or whoever their quarterback is at this point. So. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see, but um, but he's he's earned at least the uh, the target share to you know to, he has a you know targets to to at least get one week out of him. Uh, one thing I meant to say about your draft, uh, getting an A Rod in yeah. round eight when he's I, I mean pretty confident his entire career he's been a, a top five. Uh, were you targeting? Yeah, A-Rod I think I'm, I, I think I made a, or did I think I made a fall? comment a, like a week before about him his average draft position being in like the ninth round or something. And I, and uh, yeah, it was it was one of those things where I, uh, and I I saw a, a quote from him, you know, saying a a bad season for him is a career year for for most people, and I just feel like we're right. biased, yeah. uh, you know, we have like this bias towards you know, these great players that have a bad year, and it, his year wasn't great, but at the same time, when you watched him play, and you saw game flow and things like that. Um, I think that it, that you understood that like he wasn't gonna, you know, just be handing off 46 times a game either this year. So, so yeah, no, that was a great, that was, that was definitely a guy that I felt like I, I could get in the eighth or ninth round that I, I definitely wanted and almost, almost went for him in the seventh as well. Yeah, that was, that was a great value. Um, as chief and I had a weird discussion this week on the messenger with the loss in communication there. Um, I, I'm a big believer in waiting in quarterbacks when it's a one quarterback league. <laughs> Uh, it paid off for you. It did not pay off for me. I, I lost out on the quarterbacks I selected, but um, uh, certainly great work for you to get A-Rod in the eighth round. That's that's awesome. No, and I mean, every year now, I mean, there's not really a reason to jump the gun on QBs. I mean, I think last year I got uh, Russell Wilson in the seventh or eighth round or somewhere like that as well. I mean, every year there's a, there's a guy floating around, you know, a, a, a Josh Allen or somebody else in that position. And it's just, you know, that's value right there all the time. So it's, you know, no reason to, to get too far ahead on quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Most of NWAF has learned to wait uh, for the quarterbacks. Um, you know, we're a pretty smart league. We understand the uh, how, how the tr- uh, how the drafting goes. And so, there, I mean, there's just a lot of great quarterbacks there between sixth and well, ninth round. Yeah, and you, you, you hit it. Uh, I, I did well, not you hit see, it. You see, like, the, <laughs> the, the, you, know, you, you reach for uh, Mahomes early and you end up going – you know, four and whatever, three and whatever. So you just never know. And obviously there's other factors at play, but you know, it's, it's, I think you can put a better team together at the end of the day by waiting on quarterbacks these days. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, freaking Toads yeah. two and nine. Uh, looking to looking to set history this <laughs> week with a potential t- tenth consecutive it's cru- uh, it's, loss. It's uh, crushing to come of... out two and zero oh and then lose ten in a row. <laughs> it, it really is. It's also crushing to be uh, uh, one of the losers in that two and zero oh record, <laughs> <laughs> as I was in week yeah. one. <laughs> It's a it's a loss I don't oh. like to look at, but man, he crushed me in week one, and then he I believe he's only hit hundred <laughs> once since then. So just something I have yeah, to stare at. Much has changed since then. Roadhouse, 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 hey Roadhouse, hey Roadhouse, hey Roadhouse, hey Dalton, that Roadhouse. Dalton is at Roadhouse, Roadhouse, hey Roadhouse, hey Roadhouse, hey Dalton, Roadhouse, be nice, Roadhouse, Roadhouse, hey Roadhouse, Dalton at the Roadhouse, hey, be nice. Yeah. All right, let's move into the next one. Uh, the next one of the, I mean, we, we had a great week of matchups, and they, I mean, they all, I mean, they all, yeah, it was a better week, better week than football. we've had in the past yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was an awesome week. I, you, I mean, you, you were able to get uh, out there in the front pretty early on Monday Night Football, so we didn't have to wait around. War Horses and Dudes yeah. took a lot longer, <laughs> basically the whole game. Uh, War Horses uh, only put up 93.9, Dudes put up 90.9. Uh, so a close, close game for the War Horses, but they pull out the victory and uh, they're one step closer to that regular season title in the uh, in, in that first Ouch. round bye. But that that was a good game, and there was a point even where it looked like the the funky Mike Evans Tom Brady double pass may determine the winner of that game. And I was like, man, what a way to win or lose a game. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that was the case. <laughs> yeah, I agree on that one. Um, yeah, this was a low-scoring ball game between the the two top scorers in the league. Neither one hit yeah, 100. Yeah. But uh, I, I think as we've seen, um, it's it's getting tougher to hit 100 anymore. Yes, yeah, definitely the uh, window has shrunk a little bit. It was also nice to see both these guys kind of come down to earth because when looking ahead, you know, they're definitely the guys that are kind of pacing the way and points scored and uh, knowing that, you know, I could beat them in a given week is a nice nice thing to know going down the stretch. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, I mean, War Horses continues to get their points from Kyler and Cook. Uh, combined 40 points. Uh, didn't get much. Uh, I mean, well, I shouldn't say that. Uh, you know, Antonio got 16.4, Evans 10.9, Chase 11.9. Uh, I mean, those are good points. Uh, Gurley was a, a bust at 2.9. He has the same issue with the Bengals that you yeah, have with Higgins. That's a, that's a tough 2. one there 6. as far as what he does because kind of has to go with yeah. at this point, I think, going down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, you can't feel confident about that with Drew no, Locke being who he is and what he is. I um, mean, the Broncos are just not a, a real solid offense to begin with. Um, so, you know, he'll, he'll have a question or two uh, going forward. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, win in advance, I mean, is really all we're yeah. looking at. He, I mean, he moves yeah. to 9-2. and two. He's got a very comfortable margin uh, in points over the Donkers. We just want to get in the so, playoffs and, and uh, he'll worry about the rest later. So. That's right, um, and he, he has the Brownies uh, this week. Uh, should be a win. Brownies were the high point of the week this week, uh, but they are obviously uh, very much more missed than hit, but they've had some really high-scoring weeks. I mean, that's after a 70-point week against me, so you just <laughs> never know what's going to happen. Yeah, real, uh, definitely a real up-and-down uh, season for them, I mean, more so than probably any other team. Yeah. 
Uh, credit to the dudes, man. Uh, Sat Tom Brady. Uh, the Rams defense are obviously a very difficult fantasy D, uh, but it and it's past Brady's yeah, bedtime at eight thirty. I don't know if that paid into the dudes. <laughs> I don't that. I don't know if that was into the dude strategy <laughs> there, but Brady hasn't been good at nighttime. Uh, started Dalton, got six yep. extra points uh, to help ballsy, him out there. So that was a really good move. Yeah, ballsy for sure. Yeah, about you know a good get same thing. See your studs scoring points is always good going down the stretch. Yeah, you know, it probably would like to see uh, you know a couple more points from a few other guys on his roster, but I still think he's got to feel okay about Robbie Anderson going going down, and obviously D Hop's going to be D Hop going you know going down the stretch as well. So gets mocked yeah, back. Yeah, and for the dudes, I think. Yeah, I think the scariest thing about the dudes is we've now entered Derrick Henry season uh, where it feels like the Titans always kind of hold him back like the first three quarters of the season, even though he's he is the leading rusher in the NFL. So it's not like they've been holding him back, but it always feels that way. Um, he, he went and scored 19 points, and I I, I just feel like they're about yeah. to unleash him uh, and, and let him be the yeah, beast that he's going to Watching the games is a little frustrating sometimes. They'll put McNichols in and all these situations, and and uh, you just felt, felt like going down. They were saving him, and they were saving him for something in this, this home stretch here they have. So I think you'll see him a lot coming up. And he gets uh, Mostert back uh, probably this week, maybe next week. But, you know, and that's a you know, pretty – pretty good duo of running backs to replace uh, one Rex Burkhead. So he'll be, he'll be fine going down the stretch. He's got plenty of options. Yeah, I agree. And Burkhead, uh, Burkhead's injury, ACL uh, confirmed. I mean, that played a big part in the loss of being only down by three points, obviously. And that's, that's a, that's, I mean, you don't want to lose running backs at all. It yeah. happens to all of us. Uh, but to, going into the playoffs, losing Burkhead for uh, the rest of the season is a tough injury. But like you stated, to have Mostert there on the bench, uh, if he can get back in the game and get into a groove, that's that's a great second running back yeah, to have behind Derrick Henry. I would want to see one of those guys in real life. So. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then he, he's got hooked on a yeah. Thielen. Well, he, he has a little COVID scare, to, so we'll see what happens do. with that. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, obviously, they never tell us well, if he has COVID. I thought he had one he, positive he and one negative test. So, I mean, I'm sure that's their, they're throwing that intel out there for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, one thing I will say is that the dudes uh, were the ones who uh, who went ahead and jumped on the grenade for us and picking up yes, a Jake Luton <laughs> after, <laughs> after his 21-point uh, first week. Yeah, uh, he scored right, right back where he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> back back yeah. to the free agent wire That's for the time. I mean, when yeah, when you're a when you're a one in ten team, you're you're not really concerned about what your six round quarterback's nah, going to nah. do for he's, you. He's you're, in there to lose. He's in there to, to, games to who will point, be your quarterback? So. That's right. So big big win for the War Horses uh, again. Their next two uh, games, Brownies this week, uh, big game versus the Flatulence in in week thirteen. Warhorses have a comfortable lead over points uh, uh, against the Flatulence. So I don't think that's going to be for the title unless the Warhorses happen to lose to the Brownies somehow. Uh, the Dudes have uh, also a stinker of a game this week versus the Adams, uh, but a playoff implication game. And, and Dudes aren't, you know, as Chief pointed out, Dudes aren't securely in the playoffs. They feel yeah. like they are because they're second in points. Uh, but they're only a game ahead of, you know, you and, and the Yotes. And they're tied with me and the Akbars. So that, that dude's Akbars week 13. Yeah, yeah two losses game. in a row for anybody in that group of teams isn't detrimental necessarily, but it could go it could go south quick. <laughs> so you gotta be careful. 
You do. And, and it feels uh, we always say, uh, or at least I always say, I think some most others agree that seven is the magic number. And uh, uh, it may not be the magic maybe, number. Well, yeah, there may be one year, seven, uh, seven win team on the outside looking in. Yeah, that's going to be a bummer for somebody um, to, to be at that point, especially with what the points that they're going to have is. So they're, they're going to feel like they could have been a potential championship contender, but they're going to be on the outside looking in. But I'm sure they'll let us know <laughs> whoever it is, uh, each point they sh- they, they score uh, during the week of the playoffs. I have no doubt. About yeah, I, I will if, I, if, I'm, if I'm that guy. I'll let everybody know that I would have won all three of those games against everybody. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll even, I'll even keep it up until week 16. I, no I will be that. <laughs> Yes. No, I'm with you. I, I appreciate you saying that and going ahead and just calling that out. I will also be letting people know that I would have scored 118 <laughs> points a game if I would have made it to the playoffs. Zero <laughs> doubts about that. And I, if I was going to score 70, yeah. I'll be silent at that point and just uh, be focused. On that. Yeah, it's, it's, your, it's your call at that point. It's nice, it's nice to hold the power, so. Uh, speaking of me, that moves. Uh, uh, I uh, had an unfortunate game versus the Flatulence. The Flatulence have uh, have been winning, uh, but they haven't been scoring a lot of points until I matched up with them this week. Uh, hundred is their first hundred point game, I, I think, since week two. Uh, this really came down to touchdowns. They went hundred to ninety two uh, for the Flatulence. Uh, you know, Roth- a good start for Roethlisberger. Um, he, you know, he obviously has Matt Ryan on the bench. I felt he would have started Matt Ryan uh, in a high-scoring potential game versus the Saints, but Ben versus the uh, good, the, the good, lowly good Jaguars there, sure. make a lot of sense as well. Yeah, proper start. So two touchdowns yeah. there. Mel Gordon had his best game. Uh, two touchdowns there. Kamara had a touchdown. Waller had a touchdown. Henry had a touchdown. Yeah. Woods had a touchdown. <laughs> and I just that's, couldn't yeah, keep pace keep with up that. With. Um, he, he went with the three – yeah, he went with the three tight end set, man, and I really hate losing to a guy who starts a three tight end set in a non tight end. One of them made a goose egg for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So we we both uh, laid a basically a goose, a goose egg with our wide receiver three. I made a very late ad with Cephas uh, for the Lions. Think there there yeah. there would be the high scoring game there versus the Panthers yeah. and. Uh, there's nothing worse than picking up a guy at like 11:45 on a Sunday and then watching them go. Yeah, lose I guess you could have started Fulgham with his uh, point eight points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that was the reason I made it. I, I saw the weather for Cleveland, Philadelphia. I was like, well, I can't, I can't do that. Um, and then I went to the free agency wire, but it was it was a very quick selection. Um, Cephas projection by CBS was six point two, I think. Um, and obviously he didn't come close to that. He had two targets for the entire game. The Lions looked awful. Um, he did score point nine more points than Hurst did, but uh, obviously it was it was a wasted pickup and not one. I yeah, this might make, have been so. Balazs' uh, last stand as well. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Balazs is probably might have, head he might to have the bench. Um, we'll see if Austin Eckler actually should get that consolation prize. <laughs> Oh man, we we keep thinking with McCaffrey, McCaffrey and Kenny Galladay, who I will no longer sing his praise. Um, his name is simply Galladay at this point. Um, they just uh, Galladay didn't practice today. Uh, I saw a report that potentially C Mac uh, may I, be practicing I think he's out this week. week. Uh, I don't see a scenario where he plays, but I think 
I think next week's the yeah. week for him. I think yeah. week 13 will be back, which is, I mean, as, as far as uh, fantasy football goes, I think I, I haven't been in another league. I think I'm okay. I've already clinched the playoffs. I think I'm okay with him taking his sweet time. If he's back in week 13 to get his, like, toe in the water, and then you're feeling pretty good by week 14 that he'll at least be there for three games. Well, so here's the problem, Luke. And this is why I think he's out week 12. Oh, yeah. The, the Panthers are on a bye so week right, 13. Yeah. 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 So uh, I, I think, I, even though, I mean, the, the Panthers are, are, I think, three and nine, I, I don't know why you need a rest, C Mac, yeah. ahead of a bye week. <laughs> I mean, you're not playing for anything, you're just getting the experience in and, and trying to get him involved in the offense. So we'll see what they do. I think he's probably, I think 90% he's probably out this week, which means, you know, week 14, if I can get in the playoffs, I'm, I'm going to throw in Kenny Galladay. Yeah, who hasn't played in six to. weeks. I'm going to throw in to, Mack, who hasn't played. And yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't put him on the bench. So, I mean, if they're, if they're available, they're playing, but who, who knows what the hell they're going to do. I, I could be a completely different team in the playoffs. If I make it there, I should say. If I think I you're I think you're pretty safe on that end. And I do think uh rosters will change a lot for a few people here. So Yeah, I agree. And and the reason I feel safe is because yeah. of my last two opponents. <laughs> um I it, it's the, the schedule worked out nicely for me to where I, I'm playing the thirteenth and the fourteenth uh, least scoring teams in the league. I got the Shiners this week. Who, They're capable. Who, who, yeah, they know how to beat me because <laughs> they beat me all the time. And then, and then the cons on, in week thirteen. So uh, the Shiners, I don't think have scored over seventy five in yeah. approximately seven weeks. Um, but th- this could be the week they show up and score ninety something. So we'll see. Uh, the Flashlands on, on the other end, eight and three. They're safely in the playoffs, uh, working for that seeding. Uh, they play the Toads this week. Uh, it, again, it's a it's a record breaking week for the Toads. If they don't win, it'll be their tenth straight loss. Uh, and then they the Flashlands match up with the War Horses in Week 13 for a difficult last game of the season. But uh, they're they're just playing for seeding at this point, so they're safely securely. Yeah, in the I think playoffs. you guys in front of us can feel pretty comfortable at this point as well. Uh, irregardless of schedule, I think that at this point it's a battle between. Uh, Chief and myself and uh, and Brad, I think that we're gonna be the ones duking it out for that seventh spot anyway. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna be an exciting last two weeks between the three of you. Um, you know, you and the the Oats definitely have the schedule advantage over the. I mean, the Akbar has just got matched up with the worst possible two games you can imagine. As we'll go to here in a second. Um, so there, there's opportunity. Uh, even I mean, it's, it's got to be a sick feeling for the Akbar. I mean, the Akbar's just yeah. I, I, think he'll, I think he'll, I think he'll, he'll figure so out a way to just... back himself into the playoffs somehow. <laughs> <laughs> he always does. I mean, somehow the man just knows how to go. One, he, he knows how to go eight and five, nine and four, get in the playoffs yeah. year in, year out. I've got that thing down too at this point. So it's you know we, we I think I think you know when you every year and you look at the the marathon that this thing is especially in a league like this i think it's just somehow we figure they're cobbling something together you get seven or eight wins every year if you get nine that's a good season you know and every now and then you lose a few guys and you go three and you know three and nine or whatever three and eight or whatever it is three and ten <laughs> Yeah, I know that. I know that feeling. I, I think I know that feeling much more than you and the Akbars do. Somehow, you and the Akbars always figure out. I mean, just like 
you know, again, you were one and four this year, but you know, you you put it together. <laughs> if I go one and if I start out one and four, well, you were I'm you were about to throw in the three. three you were gonna throw in like the towel. I, what was your record? <laughs> like what one and two, and you're ready to throw in the towel, or? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was after yeah, that was after I lost C Mac uh, Sutton yeah. and uh, Kenny Galladay all in, in <laughs> one swoop. So I, I was hurting. I was I was in a I was in a down place. I was in a dark 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 place. But we we climbed out of it thanks to uh, the guy yeah, named J Rob. Yeah, he's 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 saved my season. I mean, absolutely has saved my season. Yeah, uh, he's the best um, undrafted we, player. We've made a couple uh, of that came along this year. Do you think? Yeah, I mean, between him and and what we'll yeah. talk about with the Donks, Herbert. I mean, Herbert's been amazing as a quarterback. Um, he's just been balling week in and week out. He's he's putting up insane numbers. Um, and it, it was – I never looked at adding a Herbert to my squad. I didn't even like when the Chargers <laughs> took him at number six. I was like, surely that's a project. I saw him at Oregon. He played well in the Pac-12, but every time he played a good defense, uh, him and the Oregon Ducks, uh, they you know, – they, I don't I don't even know what a good duck <laughs> term would be there, so I'm not going to go with one. I'm gonna say, I was going to say something around quacking, but it didn't make any sense in my head. <laughs> yeah, so, but I went ahead and said it out loud anyway. But uh, they uh, – they, yeah, they drowned <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. But he, he's he's been amazing. Uh, he's been awesome with the Chargers. And, and they keep losing, but yes, he keeps putting you know, up a, amazing fantasy quite, points. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, the, it's a tough thing. To, I mean, to pin your championship hopes on a rookie quarterback on a bad team. <laughs> I mean, it, it, can, it can look great for, you know, seven weeks in a row. I just feel like, and of course, it can happen to anybody. But, man, that's a, that's a tough situation. Um, I do think that there's less apprehension to turn him loose, at least. So, so you have that working in his favor that any any point he's pretty much just – I mean, even the game last weekend, I mean, they were up pretty big for a while, and they got a little. But he was still winging it pretty good. Uh, of course, the Jets made it interesting at the end, but but he looked but he looked good, you know, the whole time. And you know, they were let, they were letting him make plays and have some fun out there, which you want to see, I guess. Yeah, well, and that's the thing with the Chargers is that they find a way to get up by fourteen points in every single game they play, um, <laughs> and, and then they end up losing the game. Yeah, uh, luckily, they played the Jets this last week, um, and that's a like, positive. <laughs> yeah, that that that's a positive for Herbert. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and we'll go into that game. So, <laughs> my notes on the Donks versus the Adams. I for the Adams, I did not put their points. <laughs> I just simply said thank you. Uh, there's nothing. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's there's nothing not to talk much. about I mean, the Adams. Uh, questionable lineup. Uh, with it being Thanksgiving week, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll just say, yeah, we'll just say thank you to the Adams for playing this year. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have him in the league over Dave <laughs> yeah. Morris, uh, who we replaced. Much, so much I'm very thankful that the Adams are in the league. Yeah, indeed, uh, much more pleasant, much less drama. Uh, the Donks put up ninety eight point four. Again, I, all credit to Herbert. Herbert, uh, so I put down his points, 27.7, 20 25, 23.4, 21.2, 38, 27, 23, 14, and 22 since yep. he became those the quarterback. Are, uh, I mean, those, five, those that's amazing. Those are great sure. points. I still wonder how the Chubb hunt, you know, split's yeah. going to work out for him. I think he's got a few question marks at receiver still. Um, you know, obviously if Carson comes back, that's a, a big – bump for him um you know but then what do you do with the chubb hunt harris 
Chris Carson combo there. Do you start Chubb or Hunt and just roll the dice every week? It's just I think he's got some uh, some some things to solve going down the stretch. It'll be interesting to see what he does. Yeah, uh, you know, having good depth can always be an issue um, in that you don't know who you're supposed to start uh, um, as opposed to the guys with no depth who they know who their starters are without any question. And you just start the same team over and over again and you win. Um, And and guys, like you say, with the donks here, you know, Damian Harris was a great pickup. (laughs) Uh, uh, He was a draft pick of mine who I dropped very quickly and went on the IR. Uh, It's painful to see. Um, but he, he's done well since he, he's become a, a fixture with the New England Patriots offense. But you're right. I mean, he's he's wait. Uh, the Donks are waiting patiently for Chris Carson to come back in the game. And, you know, he's going to have some questions uh, when the playoffs start as to who yeah, to start. I mean, I, I feel like you have to game. start him over Hunt. And I just don't – like Hunt's capable of scoring two touchdowns and having a great game. So, yeah, it's a, t- it's a tough one. Yeah, and he, I mean, you know, to his credit, he's got Kelsey, who I believe is on pace for the greatest uh, fantasy tight end season of all right. time, if I read that correctly earlier today. Yeah, uh, he scored another 18.8 points uh, this past yeah. weekend. So, uh, obviously, the Donks yeah, are, McLaurin are 9 and 2. They're a middle squad. He's not going to set the night on fire, but he looks like he's going to yeah. get you 80 yards or a touchdown or some combination thereof pretty much every week. So. And it's crazy. It's scary, Terry. No matter who the quarterback there is at the Washington football team, yeah, he's kind of match up. He's just going to do what he does, you know, proof and all that stuff at this point. You know, for a second year guy to be able to say that, especially you know, not the big intimidating DK, DK Metcalf, you know, second year guy, but just a you know, kind of a more kind of what would look like a pedestrian receiver to have have that consistency is fairly impressive. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, especially for a shitty football team. So it's so good for the Washington football team to at least know that they have a number one wide receiver. Uh, I mean, also, I mean, yeah, I think it's awesome see. to see what Alex Smith has done. I mean, he comes in his very first start. He's the leading passing <laughs> yardage in his very first game back in like two years when when he was, <laughs> when he was told he was going to die. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's freaking yeah, awesome. Passed for 390 yards in his first game. He had a decent game. Yeah, I'd yeah, yeah, like that, to see him I mean, get the ball awesome in the end zone a little more. Uh, he's thrown some, a lot of interceptions, but uh, that's kind of to be expected on that team. You got <laughs> you're probably running for your life half the time, and you know, chucking and ducking the other half. I can't imagine the P is it PTSD <laughs> as I uh, my box wine is getting a hold of me, but uh, I, I can't imagine the Alex Smith PTSD yeah. that he has. Every <laughs> yeah, that'd time be a tough one to overcome. To I mean, it's kind of like. It's it's kind of like Joe Joe Theismann coming back from his injury Absolutely. and then playing football again. Yeah, yeah, and the fact of how we got into the game to begin with, yeah. with having to watch what happened to Kyle Allen. So, yeah. man, I just I can't imagine that. But credit to him. If Alex yeah. Smith is, listening, I, I, I don't think you, more buddy. than the a few people outside the. <laughs> I would be shocked if more than uh, the thirteen other or twelve other members of this league have ever heard this. <laughs> Oh, it is? <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, we, we have Perfect. an audience of nine loots. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Very kind of you. I mean, I listened. I listened a few weeks. I felt that was I was doing my part. So. No, you did. I appreciate you listening. It's very kind. I, I appreciate anybody who joins us, takes the time, an hour out of their day to, to talk 
fantasy football for this one very specific league that uh, nobody else it's gives two compelling. shits about. So I, I appreciate your time. Uh, so that moves us over. Yeah, that, that moves us over to the Akbar's matchup versus the Flakes. Uh, the, the Flakes had to win all three games to, to remain in the playoff picture. Yeah, I and thought this the game would be a little better. Of course, like, the Joe that. Burrow injury and some other things, yeah. you know, hampered that. But I did. I was. I was. I, I for selfish reasons, I was hoping this game would be a little closer. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, the the flakes had issues all over the place. Uh, the Burrow injury was rough to look at, and I'm sorry to hear about all the issues he's going to have with the ACL, the MCL, the uh, or what other CL there is. He, he's he's got them all uh, for the injury. Uh, Juju hurt himself <laughs> stepping on a flag, uh, which is never good to see. But he could uh, but he could have come back in the game. So. And uh, AD and Geo had four games. Yeah, AD and G also had bad games. So, yeah, uh, the Flakes never had a chance in this particular one. The Akbars, they rose to the occasion, 112 points, 7-4. and four. Uh, The Browns' defense was an awesome pickup, 20 points. Lamar and Andrews combined. He, he's been waiting for that all season. Uh, that was the whole reason for that, for that combo. 32 points finally, Lockett 12.7. He started a Perryman and Hyde. I mean, imagine if you started a Perryman and Hyde in your lineup, what you're expecting. Yeah, to the freaking got 27 points bit, out of so. <laughs> I would have expected, like, I would have yeah, I I got 12 I points out of that duo, I would have been, been felt like I, I should win the week. Yeah, that's that's just the thing that the Akbar's going to do. <laughs> they're they're, they're going to put a Perryman and Hyde in the lineup. Yeah, well, getting 20 points out of the Browns is another, uh, another, uh, another good one. Yeah, that's that's certainly an Akbar's. Uh, I, I I did go searching when I when I saw what the weather was. I, I went searching. I saw that the uh, the the uh, brownies picked up the Eagles D. I was like, all right, that's good. I went searching for the Browns <laughs> only to find them on the Akbar's, and I was like, well, shit. Uh, so the Akbar's do move to seven and four. Uh, a game up. Yeah, I would have. I would have liked the, to have uh, him in that group. I mean, that's why. I mean, I but really, from a obviously from a number standpoint. I was hoping that we could have three people bunched up back there. Obviously, my chances, you know, exponentiate at that point of making the playoffs. So, him winning that game was uh, slightly crushing to my playoff dreams, but I'm, you know, happy to still be there. Yeah, the the Akbars are certainly, as they tell us all the time, they're they're yeah. behind on the points. So, I mean, they're the odd yeah, me and Chief, if, me and Chief had a gets grouped up huge together, lead on them in points. He knows that close to 100 points or 80 points or something. We weren't gonna we weren't gonna get caught in the points. So. It was, it was a yep. big win for him, and he he came prepared to play, you know, with 112 points. Yeah, he did. And uh, so for that yeah. reward, he gets the dunks <laughs> this week and the dudes this uh, yeah. week. So, I mean, good luck, man. I I mean, if there's one thing you can say about the actors, yeah, I, I think he's I, probably going to beat both of them. <laughs> I think I think he'll be one of them. Somehow, I, 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 I don't know which week it'll be. I I have no specific insight on on what'll happen, but. I, I think he'll pull one of those off, so we'll see. I, and, again, I'm happy to see either one of those guys get beat, although I'd like for him to lose. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, if, if he beats the Dukes in week 13, yep. that, that's going to be an interesting playoff picture at that point, obviously. Um, you know, I, I mean, that's that's going to be it. We're, we're going to have a – I used Quagmire last week, so I'll go ahead and use it again <laughs> this week. Uh, we're going to have a Quagmire there. If the Akbars, no matter what happens with the Donks this week, uh, if the Akbars beat Dukes uh, dudes in Week 13, we're going to have a very interesting playoff 
uh, picture ahead. Um, so that leads us to our both shit games of the week. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to bring that to Applebee's. Uh, speaking of shit. We are going to the Applebee's. We are going to the Applebee's. We are going to the Applebee's. Gonna get real drunk at the Applebee's. Drinking Dollaritas at the Applebee's. Gonna get real shitty at the Applebee's. Gonna shit our pants after Applebee's. Drink a berry punch at the Applebee's. And get a fight at the Applebee's. Please will get called at the Applebee's. Gonna go to jail after Applebee's. Gonna have fun at the Applebee's. 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 Applebee's gonna have real fun at the Applebee's shrimp in a half shell diarrhea. Uh, and there's not much to say about these two games. I, I, as as the person who plays both the Moonshiners and the Cons, it warms my heart to see the final <laughs> score to be seventy nine to forty five uh, in that particular game. Uh, I, I don't have any, uh, happy Thanksgiving to both uh, Justin Keller and uh, Dick Akins. Um, I'm thankful to be matching up against both of you. I'm not going to talk about that matchup. I don't know if you have anything you want to say about a 79 to 45 <laughs> contest in week. Uh, uh, week I, have, I don't have much to add about that. <laughs> I'm glad it's over, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what either one of them are doing on Sunday. I appreciate that they're both, you know, still trying throughout the season. Uh, and still, you know, communicating, even though uh, the Moonshiners are more on <laughs> who's, uh, who's the Jeopardy co-host <laughs> at this point. He's on <laughs> Ken Jennings. Yep. And he's also, yeah. I mean, he's, he's got maybe, maybe, maybe he was look looking forward to well. a big matchup with you this week. Uh, I, I look at. Uh, well, if he goes out and scores 94 <laughs> at five against me, I won't be surprised. Again, the Moonshiners, uh, Workman told me that the. Uh, the history of our team's yeah. matchups don't matter what, whatsoever. I disagree with that. Moonshiners have like 11 and seven win advantage over me. They just, they just have a way to beat me uh, on a yearly basis. And it does mean something to me uh, that I, I, I'm, I'm a little scared of the Moonshiners. They should not beat me uh, because they haven't scored over like 85 in eight weeks. So I, and I, I'm not expecting to score less than that. So they're gonna have to rise to the occasion, but uh, right now I think they're favored. Yeah, over say what you want. Say CBS what you want about group. the guru, but I was actually looking at like like <laughs> the the season long, and really like for what they predict you to score every week. If you add cumulatively every week, man, it's like really close, you know. So there is some validity to the, to the what the guru says. Well, they, they've yeah. they've certainly yeah. improved <laughs> on whatever whatever the algorithm was. I mean, a couple of years ago, they they used to think that the yeah. final score of our games would be like one thirty to one twenty five. Well, I just noticed that you, like, like they said, definitely you took the total points they said every week versus what you had, and that was this year. And I was I know, and that's what made me notice it is I felt like it was like a really close margin within like ten points of what they thought I would score versus what I actually had scored. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I enjoy having it. Obviously, we all enjoy having. You need, it. You need some barometer, it some some independent Sunday, arbiter so, of, of. I mean, of, it's in you know, quality teams or whatever. So. Absolutely, um, and that leads us to the the last uh, matchup. Uh, I think was the highest scoring matchup of the week. Uh, the Brownies, one hundred fifteen point six high points. Uh, the Toads, ninety six point five. Yeah, tough. tough uh, that, I mean, that's toads. a top five or six score to there. Get off the math um, there, but they, they, they lose their ninth game. Six points for the first time in a long time, and 
Still lose <laughs> handily. Yeah, and still, still lose. <laughs> still, still <laughs> not have any shot at winning. Um, you, you feel for the Toads again, as we know, Mahomes won for the uh, the title for the Donks the last year. That Mahomes won for the uh, Oats the year before. Mahomes has uh, has not done anything positive for the Toads this year whatsoever. So. Uh, that's those are two dead teams. Uh, they're looking forward to next year. They're happy to get out of this season. Um, we'll, we'll see if the Brownies and the Toads can make any noise. Yep. Thanks 12, for the uh, thanks for the donation this year, boys. Absolutely, we always appreciate the donations. Uh, that is correct. So uh, that that brings us to the end. Uh, let's look at the playoff race right now. We have the War Horses at the one seed getting the bye. Uh, we have the four seed dudes versus five seed clutch city, uh, which would be uh, if if the dudes could score fifty five for me again, I'd very much appreciate it. Um, on the bottom side of the bracket, we have the two seed donks would take on currently uh, the seven seed outlaws. That would be you. You're up by one point, uh, and uh, let's go ahead and talk about that uh, <laughs> that head to head versus points tiebreaker. What, what do you... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think you, that you are such obviously a, on the head to head side that's been set throughout the history of sports. Uh, and I and I totally and the uh, hey let's take the the long the long view of points scored, but I, I think there's context that misses as well, like the points against. Let's say that you know uh, somebody's had a huge amount of points scored against them. You know, it's just you can't and we shouldn't even have the same tied record. But I've given up, you know, you know a billion points. I just think there's just so many things that uh, that can kind of influence those. Again, I appreciate the point scored. It's definitely a, a benchmark. Uh, but I do think the head-to-head. And the league is linear as this, where everybody plays everybody once. I think there's uh, the, the, the head-to-head tie break is like the, it's like the problem solver in sports. You know, that's why every, every sports league uses it. And uh, I, I know we did it for a little while. I'm not, I don't even know why we went back. But, uh, you know, I, I felt like I made a really compelling argument then as well. <laughs> And, uh, and, and I was like, yes, finally got it passed in the last, like two years. So, so I don't, I don't think we'll ever go back and it's fine. Like I said, I like the points for it's a, it is a neat statistic. I just think that there's it, all, all of it is missing some context somewhere along the way, what, no matter what system we use. So. Yeah. I, um, I've been on both sides of the fence, uh, because we are a head to head league. We are not a points league, uh, which makes it seem that we should reward the head to head winner. Um, that would only make sense to how we do things. Um, especially when we're looking at points that are this close. I mean, if the oats, um, so let, let's say that it's between the oats and the outlaws for the seven seed, the oats has a four mm-hmm. point, points for over the outlaws i mean we're, we're really saying that the oats are deserved yeah. over the outlaws at that point that's a difficult argument um but it's us but it's also a very difficult conversation because i mean basically we're you guys tied for the season is and, and the reason why you tied <laughs> is because the outlaws beat the oats that's the reason of the tie yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But, you know, again, I mean, the one thing I'll say is, like, Chiefs team is pretty good. I mean, again, I think all the top seven or eight teams are all really good. And and this is truly one of those years, if I'm if I'm the odd man out, I'm, it's truly the breaks. That's the way it goes. Um, I, I will find it kind of funny that if I, lo- if I do lose on po- – I'd almost rather just lose my last two games if I'm not going to make the playoffs. And uh, 
and just get it over with. But uh, it's yeah, it's it's a tricky deal. But man, it's like I said, a bunch of good teams this year is tough, and and Chief deserves to make the playoffs too. I mean, really, it's it stinks that uh, somebody one of one of three worthy teams will be left out anyway. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the, the Oats are a formidable team. Um, they can beat anybody, um, and I, I do think those rookie running backs, you know, they're going to be hit and miss in times. They're going to have their droughts, and it looks like they're starting to come back around at this point. So uh, it, it's going to be, uh, again, it's going to be painful. And, again, right now, I mean, as Chief pointed out, myself and the dudes are not 100% in at this point, even though it kind of feels that way. Um but uh, we are only a game ahead of uh, both the Oats and the Outlaws. I'm behind <laughs> in points to both of yeah. you. You uh, so definitely I, I have to take care of this. Down the, the Moonshiners. And I do and, think, and the, there's uh, a, I don't oh. think, obviously, I don't think Brad can go 2 and 0. So he's going to be back in that pack as well, you know. And, and uh, yeah, it could get messy back there. It could be a, a total, you know, just, you know, quagmire or whatever. Just, I mean, I, who knows what? We could go to like a third tiebreaker this year or something. You know, you never know. <laughs> Well, I guess there's no way to go a third tiebreaker. It'd be impossible with it with our with our uh, schedule. So that's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I mean, it, it's yeah, no, you definitely can't. So points four is the first tiebreaker, and then it's head to head after that. So there's definitely no third tiebreaker. Uh, it's an ugly week of matchups this week. Um, I'm just gonna throw out the Pornhub game of the week. Porn hub, 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 porn 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 hub, porn hub, porn hub, porn hub, porn hub, porn 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 hub, porn 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 hub. Porn, 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 porn up. Porn up. Game of the week. Is it the only matchup between top eight teams? That's the Donks and the Ekbars. Um, that's the only matchup. Everybody else is more <laughs> of that roadhouse, Applebee's, diarrhea type of matchup. But it, it's that it's the opportunity for those bottom six teams to make some noise and be a spoiler. You have the Warhorses versus the Brownies. You have the Dudes versus the Adams. You have Clutch City versus the Shiners. Flatulence versus the Toads. Um, the Oats are playing the Cons, and the Outlaws are playing the Flakes. Who do you – you have a sense – out of those who, uh, I mean, who, I, who, were, I, I who could say, potentially I mean, be an upset, the, I think the flakes are looking pretty good this week. I'm gonna give my opponent some uh, some respect. I'll give do the do the uh, you know Bill Belichick thing or whatever, or Coach Sheshewski, and uh, talk up the opponent for a little while. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think I think it is I think it is for <laughs> bad matchups. I mean, it's tough. You know, it's, uh, I, I don't think the cons are gonna give the Oats much of a run. I'd like to see it. So let's. Leave one last hurrah for the cons. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, I, 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 La Jolla probably has the best chance against the uh, War Horses, probably of anybody. Um, but you know, still, they're they're at a pretty big disadvantage. I think. I mean, I think they're what the the Gurus got them losing by tw- thirty points. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> yeah, there was. Uh, I'm trying to think of who the matchup is. Uh, the Shiners have. I, I think the the Guru right now has the Shiners as a one point favorite over me. But one of these teams, I think it's the Toads oh, yeah. over the Flatulence. I think the Toads are currently like a twenty point favorite over the Flatulence, and I mean that's obviously not going to happen. But uh, when you have Patrick Mahomes yeah. at, at the helm, he's going to get uh, projected twenty five points right after yeah, that. So uh, the, we'll, the we'll see what happens. Have some people on. Uh, they have some people on by <laughs> this week. What do they have? No, nope, everybody's there. Yeah, I, yeah, I got Eckler back. Get him plugged in the lineup. So I think he comes back this week. Yeah, he, he got off IR to, today, so that, uh, that that's awesome for the Flatulence, obviously, going into the playoffs um, to, to get him a, a week 11, week 12, week 13, you know, getting getting the opportunity yeah, and he's, there. And he's that offense and he should be good to go week 14 if he can make it through. Where he's going to suddenly take over when, when Eckler comes back. I mean, I think that's his – I think he's going to be the workhorse for the last four or five games for that offense that's rolling pretty good. So he'll put up some numbers. Absolutely. All right. That brings us to the end, man. I I appreciate you joining me. Uh, It's been a pleasure. I think it was a good time. Uh, You're a great guest. I I enjoyed the banter back and forth. And uh, (laughs) if anybody, we have an opening week 12. I just want to throw that out to everybody out there. We avoided the uh, the uh, painful, awkward conversation. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you what you look up on the internet because Workman has red, just red ruined my life when he told me dragons forever. Yeah, and I, I just I don't want to I don't want to go through that ever again. So I'm just going to skip that conversation. But uh, I appreciate yeah, you joining in, and uh, I hope you have a good rest of your night. So good luck far. this week. Absolutely, uh, everybody. This was abundance of caution with Will. It's the NWAF. Uh, I'm going to play a song going out, but uh, Luke, you have a good night and everybody good luck in in week 12. Box wine. Box wine. Box wine.